Registering for your wedding can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be when you register at Crate & Barrel. Crate & Barrel's expertly curated assortment means you don't have to search or sort through tons of items because they've selected the best of the best to make choosing the perfect items for your home easy. Their modern styled collection features modern design with a classic twist, so you don't have to worry about items going out of style next year. Crate & Barrel items are made to be statement pieces in your home today and for years to come. Crate & Barrel also makes it fun with a private party just for engaged couples. Each month, they close the store for an event to host you and your fiancé, give you undivided attention, and bring in the best vendors to answer all of your specific product questions. This kind of reminds me of the scene in Pretty Woman where after she's been rejected so many times, she goes back shopping and with Richard Gere and they just bring her everything she could want. This is just like that, but for an even happier occasion, it's not transitioning out of being um, a street worker to a fancy woman. It's for her wedding and it's with your fiancé. It sounds wonderful. If you would like to take advantage, create your Crate and Barrel registry online at crateandbarrel.com or at a store near you. And now let's batch. I'm over this, like, pretty princess, like, perfect I'm over it. Okay. I've acknowledged your feelings, and I've apologized for You haven't apologized. You've not apologized. I'm over you trying to act like you're Miss Innocent because you're not. Okay. I'd respect you a lot more, honestly, if you just were like, yeah, I knew what I was doing. I wanted that moment with Peter. There was two bottles of champagne, two different setups. Mm-hmm. I was unaware of your situation. We barely have talked. That is We've talked enough to know. We've literally have barely talked and there's two different bottles of champagne completely set up you know what wrapped. but you know what? we this are going to i you know what i have acknowledged your feelings i respect your opinion we're moving forward i'm not but it's because i'm not a fake bitch Welcome to Bachelor Party, presented by Crate and Barrel. I'm Juliette Littman, and I am joined by my pal, Nick Vial. Hello, Nick. Hi. Nice sponsor. Thank you. I was pretty excited you about really it. You really know you're doing the right things when you get certain type of sponsors. The only awkwardness is that I'm not engaged, and so fine. Uh, well, I, I look forward to one day using the Crate and Barrel um, like registry service. You can services. only walk into a Crate and Barrel no. if you're in love? No, 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 no. I love Crate and Barrel. I'm just saying the registry services sound awesome. And I, ho- I hope to experience it one day. That's that's all I'm saying. But yes, I, I'm excited. My about- sponsor, like uh, I, I got a sponsor that Conan O'Brien has on his, and I was like, Who? you know what, we're really doing it. We're Who really is it? doing things right. Okay, there's a couple. Okay, cool. No free ads. Don't mention it. Yeah. Um, Nick, how are you? I'm how's, doing well. Thanks how's 2020 going for you? You know what? I'm here. It's great to so see you. Far, we're so kind of color coordinated today. We're both wearing black jeans. You're wearing a purple knit sweater, and I'm wearing a knit sweater that's kind of like gray, pink, and purple yeah, all together. Yeah, but like the knit is uh, the same. Like, we kind of look like a, a singer-songwriter duo. Yeah. Like, we're about to, like, hit the Bluebird Cafe like the mamas and the papas, and we're about to... Totally. Yeah. I'm Mama Cass. I'm, I'm, like, on the verge of death, and you're just here to party. We're, we're throwing a big one later in Malibu. I, re- I recently read the autobiography of Jane Fonda, and she talks a lot about the cool parties that the mamas and the papas were at, like, in the I 70s bet. in Malibu. I miss my time. I would have been, I would have been way cooler before the internet. That's all I'm going to say. And yet you, you're you so good at the internet. <laughs> Thank you so much. I just think I would have really been great in a purely analog world. It's one of the reasons I love the movie When Harry Met Sally. 
It's a great movie. Yeah, it's it's one of the greats. And I can't sleep. I just pop it on. Um, lots happening in Batch Nation these days. So far, great season. So far, great season. Um, Pilot Pete, I have, one qu- I have a lot of questions for you. And, and um, just to be clear, Nick and I are doing a home and home. So you can also catch us later. Yeah, on the Bio Falls. part two, if you will. Yeah, like, of uh, getting as much Bachelor insight and in as possible. Um, recapping as possible. First cue for you: a lot of people are saying Pilot Pete is reminding them of Ben Higgins as the Bachelor, and by a lot, I mean some. I've seen that. I've heard that. Do you agree? Uh, in what way? I mean, I, I, I only, you know, I. I only see what I get tagged in most of the time. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of like comparisons about Pete and I, how we look. I don't know if that's what you're referring to, but you're talking about how you he have handles similar things. Hair color. Yeah, similar hair color. Again, I'm, I'm just saying like what I've noticed. Yeah. I haven't seen the the Ben stuff. I think the way that he, like the what stuck out to me as a, a Ben comp, and uh, you know, I, I don't think they're that similar, but also I, I'm feeling old this season. I kind of felt this way with Hannah's season, but I, they're, they're young. I feel old. I feel very washed. I mean, Pete's going to be his own guy. I mean, I've. Since Pete kind of came on the Bachelor scene, I've seen the comparisons to Ben. I've seen the comparisons to me. I mean, ultimately, Pete's his own guy. If I had to compare him to one of the two, I would say, and I've said this before, I think Pete's probably more like me because Ben is ultra, you know, he's got the politician's blood. You sure. Know? And uh, Pete, I mean, uh, Ben... The, Ben, ben wouldn't fucking windmills, so to speak, right? Like, I mean, I'm just saying, I know it's been an overused metaphor. I'm and, sick of the windmill personally. Sure, but I'm just, I'm it's simply helpful. saying that, like, you can tell, especially when watching this season, you go back to past, the past, like, Hannah's season. He has, the guy has moves, right? The yes. guy has swag. And I love Ben, and he's very charming, but I wouldn't say Ben has necessarily the swag uh, in a one-on-one situation that, that Pete has. If we learned one thing this week... It's that Pete has two moves. By the yeah. way, do you call him Pete or Peter? I don't know. You've met Pete? him. I've met I mean, him one time, but I called him Peter. I, I, formal. Uh, I don't remember. I'm sure. I bet I've called him both. Gotcha. I, I probably Pete. How I many guess. minutes have you spent with him? Like total, cum- accumulative. Uh, like 100, 200? Minutes? Yeah. I saw him after filming. Uh, we hung out for a couple hours. Oh, okay. So we're already before into the fil- hours. Before filming... Uh, he invited me to a blood bank in which I stopped by. And I recall the pick. About 30 minutes okay. there. Okay. We're going on three hours. All right, cool. I, I'm under an hour. So just, I'm just yeah. wondering, you know, what, how many hours do you get to hit Pete? Who knows? Um, Peter has two moves. The first is when he's really into a girl, lifts her up onto yeah, the nearest service. Any type of puts, yeah. table or wall, really. Yeah. So we had Hannah on the pool table. We had Kelly in the hotel lobby. And then we had McKenna on like the desk in whatever that house was. No, I, and again, I appreciate it. He keeps it simple, but he definitely, you can tell their moves. <laughs> like he he's like, yes. wh- he's like Blake. Blake has like the dancing moves that we saw a million times in paradise. I mean, I, I've, I've picked on Blake enough, but like, I love he's Blake. got really good moves where Blake, it seems it works. It seems to work for Blake, but it's certainly se- it, it's a little hokey. It's so like we should dance. <laughs> well, Peter has a dance move too. Peter's yeah. like, but then he's like a but bad Pete's dancer. Like, Pete's like, he's opening like I'm gonna bad dance because I'm about to come up behind you and we're gonna make it. You know, like I don't think Pete's pretending to be a good dancer. Blake is like, I'm going to wow you with my dancing. Yes, and, um, and twirl you and dip you. Peter's other move. Related to the bad dancing is what he calls an air walk, but I call a moonwalk. 
and he's bad at it. But we saw him do it like three times in this episode. Once at the um, Revolve fashion show. More on that later. And <laughs> I loved. That was so meta. That was it was great. a definition meta. A, and, ABC is really, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? Let's just give him a preview of their next life. It's great. Yeah. No, I I loved it. I think it was brilliant. Also, Janice Dickinson. What a get. Yeah. Incredible. Um, but so his other move is the moonwalk. And it's really dorky. It's charming, though. You know, it works. He's yeah. a hot, tall he's not, guy. He's not trying. I was just about to say that. You know what, Blake, Peter, whatever. Just be hot and tall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they both are. So it works. Well, Blake's not as tall as he pretends to be. But anyways, that's another. I don't think that's true. I've met Blake. He's quite tall. He wears... Heels. He also wears a hat that adds some ha- some height to make it seem like he's taller. He's not as tall as he is in person. <laughs> Shots fired. Poor Blake can't stop catching L's. I'm just he got punched in the face. When? Oh my god! You didn't see the pictures? No. Oh my god! He, in New York, like right after New Year's, he got punched by who? Cl- a stranger. Doing and what? Nope. I I don't know. There's a lot of fu- fuzziness around. Yes, a lot of fuzziness around this. But he did get punched in the face. Oh, poor Seems guy. like he's doing better. Still doing spawn on his Instagram. Whatever. Whatever. So let's talk about Peter and Hannah. That's where things left off last week. And this is where I have tons of cues for you, both having been around this world for a long time. Kind of having been in the Hannah situation, having been the bachelor like Peter, like there's a lot to jump into. So we immediately pick up where we left off. And that's with Hannah and Peter on the couch in some sort of like backstage at the Avalon. Have you been to the Avalon? I don't know. I have. It's kind of a decrepit space that they, that like is just used for like parties and functions or whatever. I just thought it was kind of funny. I went there for like uh, some sponsored party. I feel like most places in LA, if I've been, I don't really know where I'm going. I just get dropped off. I believe it's close to where you record your pod. Okay. It's on Vine, but like up. Then I don't think I've been there. Okay. It's like close. But it's, I don't know. Close to the 101. That's neither here nor there. So they are very close. They're trying to figure out how to move forward. It starts out where they're just like both pretty upset. She pulls herself forward. She gets on his on his lap. We don't see them make out. They're really close to it. They're kind of they're like yeah. touching noses. They're like forehead to forehead, but no actual make out, which is shocking because Peter, if we know that one thing about him, the dude loves to work uh make out. Do you think there was a make out that wasn't shown? Um this is now the second person in the Peter season that we have to be like, was there a makeout we didn't see? Kelly being the first, which he claims they didn't make out in the hotel. At the lobby. wedding. Yeah, the wedding. Well, that's entirely different. This is like on camera. I'm yeah. asking you if you ABC decided not to show it for fear of hysteria. Right. And for protecting any future relationship he may be in. I will say when he was here last week, I felt he was very much in protect the relationship mode. And so I don't know who he's with. I, I don't I don't know much about what happens. Uh, I, I very much felt he was trying to distance himself from the Hannah stuff. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. He, it's, it's like, a, in Peter's mind, that was a decade ago. Right. You know? He's lived a lot of life since then. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do I think there was a kiss? Yes. Yeah. Do you? Probably. Yeah. Because he loves, this man loves to make out. It takes I, nothing to make I, out with him. Not, it, it's, and, and Hannah loves to be wanted to make out with. Yes, who, what should, who does it? Who among yeah. us does not want to be wanted and made out with, you know? So do I, yeah. By, I, by I a feel hot, like tall there was definitely a kiss. That we did not see. Yeah. Also, there was a lot. Uh, and then one thing that just was really rough was that the glitter on her dress just got everywhere. In his hair, in his eyebrows, on his 
things I don't notice. <laughs> oh, you did it? <laughs> no, like when the internet <laughs> lost their shit about the mascara, I just, I never would have thought to make a big deal about that. But hey. Oh, the mascara was egregious. No, it, remi- I, I, it reminded I me of Lauren it, Conrad but like, on the I don't hills. even know that there's waterproof mascara. So, you know, it's, yeah. I'm just saying. So he had some really powerful quotes. He said, in, in discussing why they're not together, he said, I've never said no to you, which was like, great. That's it. Loved it. That's a real like Landon one. I thought Peter handled himself well. I did too. I, I did too. And then um, at one point, speaking of the makeup, you know, we leave at the end of last week. She's like sitting near the mirror, and the, her her makeup's an absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks like Lauren Conrad saying, "I can, for, I can, I want to forgive you. I want to forgive you and forget you." Classic moment from the hills. Um, and then she comes cleaned up. So like there was some kind of intervention where she was given a tissue, she was given a makeup wipe, like something happened. And then we're just getting these shots through a partially open door. Did the producers give them a false sense of privacy to make them think the rest of what was happening was like not being shot? I mean, these are two, like Hannah's literally been the lead. Peter's new into it, but come on. I mean. They know it's going to be on camera. Yes. But do they try to like give you, lull you into a false sense of privacy by making it feel more private? I mean, I honestly don't know. I mean, they might give you some distance, but they're not. I mean, they're filming a show. Yeah, they're mic'd up and everything, obviously. So, I mean, yeah. So they they, they had no, they, they wouldn't have forgotten they were on camera. Yeah, is there a camera guy like right in their face to like, remind them that they're on camera? No, but. Yeah. I don't think there's, I don't think either of them thought they were alone. Right. I mean, how how could they? I mean, particularly her. She's basically been on camera like nine months straight yeah. at her, for her at that point. Um. I thought there was a certain point where he started to seem like angry. Like he seemed really into it. But then I think by the time he. Yeah, it was right around up, the point where he's like, hey, well, if I asked you to come on, would you come on? She's like, well, I mean, that no, but I just want to hear that you like me. And I just want, pre- I want to know, I want to keep, keep telling me how much you regret it and how much you love me. And this is great. And this attention's amazing. But no, I don't want to get back together. She it's really, like that classic case really of like you break you break up with someone, you leave, you break their heart. They like they can't get over you. You don't really want them, but you don't want them to get over you. And just when you feel like they're moving on, you pop back in their life and be like, "Hey, how's yeah. it going? It's, you it's doing well." It's pretty messed up. That's she, literally what she did. She and, basically was like, "Peter, don't forget about me," or "Peter, what yeah. about me?" She wanted the attention still. Uh, what? Yes, she just want she just wanted the attention. Oh, keep in mind, she's also back on Dancing with the Stars, like. There's all these, you know, like we don't know this, but that this was a time where all these like dating r- rumors with her dance partner, you know. Were any of those true? I doubt it. Alan was, I met him. He nice seemed guy. like a nice guy. Really nice guy. Yeah. Um, he seemed also like way more like boyfriend material than anyone who goes on The Bachelor. He's like has like a steady job as a dancer. Sure. He like lives in one place. He like is a performer. I, he seemed like a great boyfriend option, is what I'm saying. Great guy. Um, also, like we forget. Peter was Hannah's fourth choice. Fourth? I know he finished third. That's true. But Luke was her number one. And if Luke doesn't <laughs> fuck up at every I turn. I forget about that. Uh, we forget that. Like, she was obsessed with Luke. Luke was her guy. Jed was second place. Then Jed pops into first. Jed doesn't work out. She asked Tyler out on national television. Tyler's like, meh, you know? And then, so, yeah. Hannah's story has holes. But listen, I don't fault. Like, I wait, Hannah's I, human. I We've all been there. That. We've all been a little selfish. She's being. I've ang- never been selfish. Never been selfish with your love life. No, never. Okay. Just kidding. Um, I want to dig into that a little bit. Okay. How is, what is she, when she said it was going to be you and Jed, 
And then it wasn't. Such crap. She, she's just lying. Revisionist history. She's lying. With total, not, no, she's choosing to remember a different version. In her mind, when she's, my guess is, and I don't know this to be true, but my guess is, and we've all been there, she's just conveniently remembering it differently than it happened. Mm-hmm. In the moment that she's feeling, I don't doubt, very emotional, and she's really played the victim card up really well these yeah. past several months, you know? But like, listen, Hannah isn't the only one where our relationship didn't work out. Um, everyone has their own different version, you know, uh, especially former leads. I mean, yeah, what happened with Hannah and Jed sucked, but like, in my opinion, what happened with, uh, Vanessa and I sucked. I mean, it wasn't necessarily on camera, but it really was a difficult sure. point of, period of time. Anyways, um, yes, I think she's just choosing to remember it differently. It's just revisionist history. Uh, and that moment when she said it, I believe that she believed it to be true, but it's not. Right? Yeah. It, and Alfred Tyler, where it was sort of like, it wasn't really you. Like, is there any, is there, no, I, I no would, Well, you're friends with Tyler. Sure. Did you check in and be like, uh, she just put you on blast and made it imply that you were like reaching out and asking her out. She she made it, she implied that Tyler was really, really going for Hannah. And she's like, well, if you're going to, if you're going to pursue me this hard, I mean, I guess I'll just ask you out and not Peter, who I really am in love with. I mean, come on. We both saw Tyler around the time of these events, and— uh, I didn't get that impression that Tyler was all that interested. Nor did I. I don't know. There seems like perhaps there's a lot of provisionism going on. I, I just have another question, though. Yeah. Is it possible that Peter was, like, her second choice, but knowing she was going with Jed, production would be like, hey, put him third so he has a better shot at being Bachelor? Yes. Interesting. Because that's, that's another that's another hypothesis floating around the ether. It is possible. However, I do think unlikely. Here, let me explain. Please why. do. Please do. Because the producers do care, first and foremost, about great TV. They also, in a very close second, do care about you finding love, you being the lead, right? Sure. So if you but, are, so if One you, great TV, close second. Very close second. But love. usually those things tend to— they align. They, they align. Everyone loves a love story. And so uh, if a lead is truly torn, um, then then they'll let it play out. They've had runner-ups be the bachelor before. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, Tyler isn't the isn't not the bachelor because he was Hannah's running up. He, mm-hmm. you know, he I think he's not the bachelor because I think they always wanted Pete. And then, you know, they made it he Tyler made it even easier when he started dating Gigi, right? Sure. Um and so that's why Peter's the bastard. So they're not going to like, they're not going to go and say, oh, you know, nope, we have to let Peter home now. I know you really like him. I know they're confused. And so to, to answer your question, well, let's say she just knew it was Jed. Okay, fine. And then she's like, well, just let Peter go home. Sure. Then, then then that just makes Tana's Tana story that much more inauthentic because like, it's like what? I mean, yeah, Peter was my second, but I also didn't, I didn't really have a second. I just had a first. You know what I'm saying? Because that's sure. usually, in that in that version you're saying, it's just like, well, you don't really have a second, third, or fourth. You just have your one. Your one. And that often happens. So for- I've heard that often happens like pretty early on where you're just like, this is who I'm into. But that also really makes sense. But not Hannah, it does make sense. Yeah. But in Hannah's case, she, you know, she's been playing this narrative of like, I've been so confused. And I will she say- She keeps to the, playing it. She's to, playing to, it last to, night. I, I do, I do to, in, to a certain extent, believe her that she was less certain about her decisions going on than maybe leads of the past. Right. I, I, I definitely believe that for sure. But I don't think like, 
Peter's literally her fourth choice. So she just went down the list of people who were available. And like the more they got liked by America, the more appealing. And they they became to her. Hannah doesn't have that luxury while she's filming. She has no idea that Jed turns out to be kind of a douchebag. Or even though she knew the guys didn't like Luke, she didn't really know how bad he was going to look. Totally. Right? She yeah. also had no idea how good Tyler was going to be adored and or, or Peter. She has no idea how this is going to play out. So now she's very conveniently like rewriting her own history. And listen, we've been there and not to shit on, like she's... Don't shit on her too much because the, oh, ha- the, the Hannah, Hannah stands, stands str- they'll whatever. come after you. No, I know. They re- there's a really, like, I don't know how large this contingent is, but there's a certain group of people on the internet yeah, whatever. who like worship Hannah and I think she seems great. I really enjoyed speaking with her when I interviewed her, but like she's a human. She's a, ba- a former bachelorette. Like, you know, there's 14 other women who've been through the same thing. Like, Let's calm down. The Hannah stands are really yeah, intense. They're a small, intense army. You're right. That's that's usually that's usually and they're happens. loud. Yes, and but no, and they're to, loud. Not to be feared. Yeah, it's so funny. Like I just feel like we can't. We're so many months later. We're still talking about Hannah's finale. It's like yeah, good for her. And but like yeah, yeah I mean you know, uh, it's a. <laughs> I will say it's an it's, interesting time for Hannah. It is. It is interesting, and I think that Peter did handle it well. Except if I had been one of the women on the date that, that never was, which by the way, I'm so glad they didn't do it. I don't like those like read awkward things date, dates. Like It's just... tough because I, I think Peter really, I think everything you're seeing from Peter is super authentic in this moment. I think he is risking pissing off all these women because he actually was pretty fucked up about Hannah breaking up with him. Yeah. You know, he has real feelings and he went through this incredibly intense experience she broke up with them, like right after they had sex. Four you know, times. Four times. But I was like, yeah, that was good. <laughs> Once Thanks. In the morning. I'm good now. But like now I'm going to like end up with the people I really want to be with. And, you know, you know, maybe, you know, entirely possible. She was like, I guess I would have picked Tyler, uh, uh, Peter over Tyler. But like, again, Revisionist. it doesn't really matter because all she really wanted was Jed. Right. Right. So um, on the topic of Jed and then we'll go back to Peter. Uh, last night, recording this on Monday, last night, uh, Sunday evening, our pals Ben and Ashley yeah. recorded their pod they, he, in front of a live, live show. show. Yeah, yeah live show that. in San Francisco. And Jed, I'm weirdly happy for him. Jed got the call up. He sang Mr. Right Girl to the crowd. It was like part of the show. So he sang, uh, I'll be your Mr. Right Girl. He sang that with his guitar. I swear to God. Why? I don't know. I saw it. You know what? One thing I noticed is I feel like the the Caitlin Bristow um, live tour has like seemed to have a heavy imprint on this show. It was kind of remind- based on what I could tell from social media. Um, but they just brought him out and he sang it. And I, I Jed, I thought was going to be like totally cast aside and like him and Luke were just sort of like dead to the franchise. But apparently not. They what were- do you mean? Are people cheering for him? Like, I what think do you people mean? were excited to see him. Like, I didn't think he would like get invited to to be part of both the outward like podcast perform like touring stuff. I mean, it's a it's a good tr- cast, if you will, in terms of Absolutely. them having him on. Because here I am talking about it. He I had this. He had, had this Derek whole on. moment. I don't give a shit about that. He goes away. You haven't heard from him that much. He's kind of except when he announced his girlfriend, girlfriend on Instagram, right? And then so. <laughs> Whether you like Jed or not, you're going to be kind of curious of uh, yeah, what no. he has to say, I, for sure. I liked it. I, I, thought you, I thought you were saying he uh, he sang the uh, uh, Luke uh, uh, Jake Owen song, which oh, I forgot. You know what I was going to wear? I was going to wear, I have a Jake Owen t-shirt, and by Jake Owen, I like, I have 
Jake Owen's old T-shirt because uh, my ex used to date him, and then they broke what? up, and we started dating. Which and then, ex of yours? Uh, it's like ten years ago. Whoa, pre-batch. Yeah, it was w- way pre-batch. It was when Jake. Is o- his name Josh? Is it Jake? I think it's no, no. He goes by Jake Owens. Like that's his stage I, name. But I think his name I just is actually knew of him Josh because, like, at the time, I started dating my girlfriend at the time, and 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 he was a sing- I didn't I didn't really listen to country, so I heard of him through her, and he was. He was he was in touring, but he wasn't what he is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has this like purple Miami Vice T-shirt that she stole from him when they broke up, and then when we broke up, I stole from her, and I still have it. My goodness, wow! It's a great T-shirt. Well, he, I liked his song; it was funny. Great. Jake yeah. Owens very charismatic. I mean, he was on Hannah's season, of course, so mm-hmm. he's he's met her. Um, that was funny, but yeah, I just back to the Jed thing, and then we'll move on. I was just surprised he got invited, especially because I feel like. Ashley and Ben are like very much like peacemakers, and I feel like they don't like rock the boat. I was just surprised well, on their show. They didn't cast them. Sure, uh, their producer did, well, but I still think it was a good. Ca- I don't think I did too. I don't think Ashley and Jared are like. I mean, Ashley and Ben are that uh, adverse to having some controversy on their show. Of course, it's good for them. It's they good should, for them. They should yeah. embrace it. Yeah. I was excited about it. I would like to personally interview Jed. I've got so many questions. Also, it's like it's just the whole concept of becoming like a, a public villain that way. I think is really. Interesting. Also, I, I just think that he uh, he really he didn't get a lot of chance to speak. Uh, when just in general. I well, I would disagree with that. Well, he, I guess. Well, he went on the happy hour happy podcast, hour, yeah. and I didn't listen to that. It wasn't good. Yeah, he just made a lot. He just proved to be a liar. Mm-hmm. Just like oh, so and then like drop. I don't dropping the fact that you have a girlfriend at Thanksgiving is like okay, cool, congrats. I, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's probably dumb. And yes. uh, pretends not to pretends not to care when he cares, and then yeah, I mean, he said he was sorry, and then made a bunch of excuses like that's not someone who's sorry. I'm just I'd love to call. talk to him, Judd. I'll reach out to you. He won't. He, he might as well. He won't come on mine. I don't really want. Him <laughs> he mind. won't. I he's he spent half his time on happy hour. I was I was pretty I for, oh yeah you're honest on Twitter. Him. Yeah, I was tough on him, oh, but yeah. rightfully so. Yeah, totally. I mean. I, you know, for all the, yeah, I think Hannah needs to move on from the, like, my, like, oh, poor me, like, narrative. Like, okay, we get it. But in the moment, that really sucked what Chet did to her. Oh, yeah. It's I not mean, a that big sucks. Time. It really sucks. I and know. I, she- I think Hannah really liked Jed. And then she really made it, he really made it impossible for her to, like, she couldn't stay with him. Um, we need to stop talking about Hannah. I just want to quote Natasha. Well, but Natasha said to the camera, and <laughs> Natasha said, every day I've seen you, I've seen her. To Peter and I thought that was a, gr- a great one-liner and it really portended a lot more Natasha to come. So let's get into it. But first, let's talk about today's sponsors. Registering for your wedding can be overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be when you register at Crate and Barrel. Crate and Barrel's expertly curated assortment means you don't have to search or sort through tons of items because they've selected the best of the best to make choosing the perfect items for your home easy. Their modern styled collection features modern design with a classic twist, so you don't have to worry about items going out of style next year. Crate and Barrel items are made to be statement pieces in your home today and for years to come. Crate and Barrel also makes it fun with a private party just for engaged couples. Each month, they close a store for an event to host you and your fiancé, give you undivided attention, and bring in the best vendors to answer all your specific product questions. Create your Crate and Barrel registry online at CrateandBarrel.com or a store near you. Great line, but they've spent all of 96 seconds together. <laughs> so you're not giving Natasha the credit she deserves. It's a great line. Or I believe she deserves. It's a, uh, yeah, but I mean, a bit unscientific in terms of. 
know, if that's really a precursor for future events. I don't know. So there's a couple of women right now who I who I enjoy, but I'm positive will not be winning. I just want to start with Tammy. I'm all in on Tammy. You're going to have to help me with the names. Sure. Uh, so here's of- one note. I've been watching Cheer on Netflix. Have you watched that? Uh, no. I've, Craig, have you watched that? I've heard no. it's good, though. It's excellent. I re- really recommend it. It's a docuseries. It's both exciting and heartbreaking and just can't look away. Um, also watching The Circle, which I'll be discussing on Wednesday with Jacoby, also on Netflix. Have you watched that? Uh, yes. Have you? Doesn't matter. Yes. So, yes. Uh, the Circle The circle is... Sponsor. Friend of ship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> the Circle is also quite addictive. We'll be discussing that on Wednesday as well. Have you guys watched that? Yeah, I've seen some of it. Uh, Isn't it crazy? Have you watched yeah. Don't Fuck With Cats? No. I don't care about animals. I won't be watching. It has nothing to do yeah, with... Yeah, what is it about even? Just watch it. <laughs> Message, Nick. I don't really care about cats. Send. I have... That's a circle joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like pets <laughs> in general. I have no like special affinity towards cats or animals other than like they're fine. It's like, watch it. Okay. All right. I'll give it a shot. I've been watching so much television, I'm embarrassed for myself. Nonetheless, on Cheer, they repeat people's names and, like, titles and, like, roles a lot. And it's really helpful. Bachelor producers, I plead with you. For the first three weeks, every time a girl does an ITM, put her name up, put her age up, where she's from, and her so-called job. It would be helpful. It would be great. And, like, people will just thank you. Because I, as I was watching this, I had to, like, have a second screen open of, like, who are these people are. But It's a spectacularly hot season where, like, Peter's just sending girls home. That, and I'm like, I know. she's so good-looking. It's frustrating as a former lead. Both producer Craig and my brother Joey have been like, Sarah, she's so hot. Sarah's gotten zero screen time. I mean, it's a... They really, that's physically, I don't know about their personalities yet. We're getting to know them. But physically, it's a it's quite attractive bunch. Particularly since right now, it's like a first impression game still. Like he doesn't know who people are. So it's <laughs> yeah. just like, who are you attracted to? Seems like he's into the brunettes. He he, he likes a feisty brunette. He does, but he, like also, mines. he also likes McKenna. Which one's McKenna? Again? McKenna is, um, she kind of, she was the girl who got the move this week, got put on the desk. She was pretty annoying oh, she's last the, week. She's the blogger who really killed it at the Revolve yes, party. Yes. No, no shocker there. <laughs> she <laughs> In her element. No surprise that Hannah Ann, the model who probably has worked with the Revolve, won that one, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, anyways, we can, uh, we'll talk more about that later. Tammy, I just want to say, Tammy, I see you and I appreciate you. Tammy is was, was Asian American. She's from upstate New York. Um, she gives good quotes. She's also a little two-faced, I think. She like was really sad for Kelsey and then turned to the camera. Who's, I was like, Kelsey's crazy. Uh, so Yeah, I don't She also um Is that that's not the girl who Peter said well, she told Peter that her dad was uh, half black, half Dominican, her mom was white. That's no, Sydney. That's, that's Sydney. She's very attractive. Sydney's beautiful. She's from Alabama. I'm glad you brought up Sydney. Same <laughs> evening. This is, I believe, is all at the cocktail party um for the date that wasn't. Dying to know where that house was. It was somewhere in the hills. It was like an Instagram-ready photo shoot house. Sure. It looked beautiful. I was just curious about where it was. Maybe. They're all literally, LA's littered with them. I, I know, man. <laughs> it's one of my problems with the city. Sydney was like, it's been really, she's like, I'm also from Alabama. It's also been- Not just a- Not just like another Southern girl, though. My mother's white. My father's half African-American, half Dominican. I faced all of this bullying and, sure. and racism. Mm-hmm. Peter had no response to that, like, which is like hard to respond to. Oh. But he just was like, I'm so sorry to hear that. No, I mean, in, in fairness to Peter, that you early on, the women want to kind of speak their truth, so to speak, and sure. tell their stories. And you're just, you're like, you, you want to show empathy, but like there's only so much you can say. Because again, you're limited on time. You do have cameras on you. Like, I don't, who knows? Also, who knows? They maybe had a great conversation that didn't show it. You know, you don't know that. It's true. It's um, true. 
I don't. I don't know. I judge very little about how the lead responses in in those moments, especially when they're like, because the the women will like, you know, they have very little time. Little time. They're all like, oh, I I didn't get to talk to Peter night one, or if I did, it was two seconds. I really need to go for it tonight, you know. Sure. And so they're just like hammering it out. So the the number one girl who I was like, who is this, and why should I care, was the redhead Le- Lexi who, from New York, the the red card. Right? Yes, exactly. What I cute. Had, I had no idea who she was. I guess maybe I have like an anti-ginger bias. I don't I know. I think you do. I, I usually I feel like, like a ginger, but... She, she's had as much airtime as anyone I so guess, far. but she sat down. They were on the couch. He pretended like he didn't remember her. He was like, what'd you do on that one again? And, and then, I'm really loving that Peter's kind of open to being like, listen, I have no fucking clue who you are. I know, but then he remembered. He like pulled a little red toy car out of his pocket yeah. and gave it to her. And I was like, why is this girl getting special attention? I don't She's get it. She's very cute. She has a very different look than all the rest. How many gingers have they had? She's a babe. She's from New York, which they don't get even cast a lot in New York. It's a season full of Southern beauty pageants or, or flight attendants. She's like, Slightly I different. I mean, which is I like... I have no problem with that. I, lo- I love variants. She has a feistiness to her. I'm into it. She's so just like a redhead, I think. I think I she, do, yeah. too. I mean, I, I like all kinds, but, you know, Prince she Harry, would intrigue Great me. Ginger. If I were Peter, I'd be like, I want, you know, let's vet this out. I don't think you and Peter are the same taste in women. It's just one of my guesses. You do or I do don't. not. I do not. I don't know. I just, I, just have... I mean, I... Based I, on my vibe. I have been partial to uh, uh, brunettes with uh, extreme personalities. Like Vanessa? Peter seems to be going down this path. I don't know. I mean, it's early on in the process, but. Yeah. um, Um, Another one that I was just like, what the fuck? With Madison, who got the one-on-one last week, went to the vow renewal. Do we want to talk about genuine and real? Really into her. Yes, we want to talk about that. One thing that, uh, is this genuine and real? He gave her a present and she unwrapped it and it was a framed photo from the vow renewal. Is that a situation where they're like, hey, Peter, we got this. Will you give it to Madison? Or does he like ask for that? Or is both possible? Both entirely possible. Probably he, more the latter. It, it probably, seemed like he wanted to give it to her. It probably was more maybe his idea. Uh, again, as as the Bachelor or Bachelorette, uh, you have a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot on your mind. Uh, and uh, what might have happened, as a producer said, producer said well, we could get you a, a picture if you want to give it to her. What do you think? And they'd be like, you know what? That's a great idea. Or Peter could have been like, eh, I don't know if I want to— that's a little much for me right now. He could have turned it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they might give him some options and he then has a choice to to, to go with it or not. Because It's was not just, like, Peter, you have to give her this framed photo and he's like, okay. I think he seems the most into Madison right now. Like, just based on two weeks. He's. I mean, first of all, she's met his family, which sure. is a big deal. That's like, not, of course, that's all you have to really go on. Yeah. But I'm just saying, he seems really into her and I, for the one of the few times I was like, while this obviously required the producer's help, it seemed like he genuinely wanted to I do mean, this. Listen, you don't take... He clearly was high on her yeah. uh, from night one. You don't take her on that date knowing that it's going to be without being, she, she's she's my top two after sure. night one, right? Like yeah. that can change drastically, but early on, clearly he's very into Madison. It's Madison's to lose, so to speak. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Uh, it seems like she's just in, in pole position uh, yeah, right He definitely now. has like a second or third favorite that we may not know about yet, but she's, she's, She's top three for sure. Sure. Who do you think is the second or third favorite? Hard to say. I mean, listen, I think he's very physically attracted to Hannah Ann. Definitely. I mean, who, who wouldn't be? And She I, makes me uncomfortable. I love her fight. I mean, listen, as a character, I love her. She's fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm loving everything she's doing. She's. I feel like I'm worried she's going to burn out. Let's talk about Hannah Ann and, and the Champagne Gate. 
Uh, Champagne Gate was really built up. Oh, wait. That's awesome. Hold on. We forgot. We got to talk about Madison um, Sweet and Genuine. What is Genuine it? Genuine Sweet. Genuine Sweet. I mean, we can always save it for my show. All right. We'll save the rest of the Madison conversation for, okay. for your show. We'll save Madison and Victoria F for your show. Great. I just want to say Victoria F, unexcusable to be a part of a White Lives Matter uh, ad. Even if it's a joke, unexcusable. What what happened? What what's going on? Oh, we'll talk about this on your show too. She was mo- she did a um, modeling campaign for a, in real life. A, yeah, in real life for a charity to preserve white marlins, the fish called White Lives Matter. Huge, huge mistake. Absolutely she insane. What? Yeah. Did she? Huh? Yeah. Come it's, on. I swear. There's pictures. It's really, it's fucked she up. She did a White Lives Matter It's campaign? completely fucked up. It's like absolutely. And is she speaking in this? Like you know that she fo- was complicit? It's photos. it's photos of her on social media. Well, I'm just saying like, and just trying to play devil's advocate because she had like done a photo shoot and they like and agreed to do something. It. And well, like kind of imply what it's going to be, but not really give the full scope. And then like all of a sudden she shows up on this. I don't, I haven't seen it. So it, or, or is that not possible? I, I guess, but Ugh. it's really it's it's inexcusable. I, I'm I'm out on Victoria F. I, I can't I can't come back from that. That's a bummer. She's such a babe. I can't you just can't come back from that. That <sighs> is so incredibly dumb, and you've no one in your life to be like, hey, that's a bad idea. When did this happen? Um, I saw it on social media via Cosmopolitan last week. She looks about the same in it, so within the last year. And they cast her anyways. Oh, I can't believe someone who may have like racially insensitive opinions is on this show. Who would have thunk it? I mean, I know. I guess Madison. We're talking about Madison Gate on the Vial Files coming soon. Let's talk about the champagne stuff a little bit, which I'm sure will also carry on to your your show as well. Champagne Gate was teased heavily before on social media. Did it live up to your expectations? It did. Thank you. Because Kelsey, I, I fear for Kelsey. I fear for Kelsey's emotional well-being. She's in the Blake zone to you know me. Who, you know who she reminds me of? Who? Uh, Sharon Stone from Casino. <laughs> Like a total hot blonde, but like just at any moment will absolutely lose her shit for like no fucking valid reason. Oh like, my god! You've seen the movie, yes. Like when yes. when Sharon Stone's is like the whole bank vault scene, and she's just out of her mind. Out of her mind. So here's what we know about Kelsey and Champagne Gate. Kelsey was wearing a lovely uh, jumpsuit, oh, a uh, like cream color. She looked great, very pretty girl. It looked like she had. It looked like paper. Her I dra- love it. Oh, interesting. Okay. I feel like it was very fashion forward. A lot of jumpsuits so far. I this don't season. doubt it was fashion forward. Just wasn't for you. It was too forward. You prefer more of the Hervé Leger band aid dress that did uh, Lauren go home? Yeah, she did. Huge miss, Peter. I know. Peter. Lauren seemed dope. You know who's obviously the coolest? Alexa. There's absolutely no question. Alexa. Alexa's from Chicago. She is the waxer of vaginas. Oh, she, she seems cool. Yeah, yeah, she seems dope. Oh, she's from Chicago like you. Maybe you should date. Because we're from the same city? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, so I'm not even from Chicago. I lived there for two years, but okay. anyways, you wrote the Midwestern ties. I think she's actually not from Chicago. She either. seems really cool. She seems, and I say that based on the fact that she like doesn't wear that much makeup. She like wears like I love her hair. Clothes. Yeah, she has saying. a very she's, beautiful face. She's a very got a lot of flair. Yeah. She's great. I'm rooting for Alexa. I know she's not going to win. I hope she's in paradise. Um, certain, certain. Um, so here's what we know: Kelsey brought a bottle of champagne with her that she's had for one year to share on a special moment. And she assumed that would be on The Bachelor. Now, I immediately want to know. How did she transport a bottle of champagne? First of all, Des Moines. why do you have it for a year? And is a year a really long time? What's special about this bottle of champagne that, except that she's had it for a year? 
I mean, I we got. Don't, a, we I, don't know. I got a gift of of, of silver oak wine uh, a few months what a flex. ago. It was a gift, and I finally, my sister in time, we broke it open. It was like four months. It was nothing really that special other than like, you know, I'm going to wait for the time, and we ordered pizza. I'm just saying, but it was also, it was nothing really special. Right? It was a slightly more expensive bottle of wine. It's not like a family heirloom. She got it for her birthday, and she like saved it for That's what I'm saying. Like, what's so special about this fucking bottle of champagne other <laughs> than she know. like held on to it? Here's my other question, Nick. You can't bring that as a carry-on through with TSA regulations. So she had to put yeah, it... It shipped it. She had to have it shipped or put like in her That's luggage. True. And I'm just like, who does that with a bottle of champagne? Like... Someone who's going on The Bachelor? If you win, I maybe. Mean, bring no, it back. Or on. hope you make it to hometowns and have it at your hometown. When these women are getting casted on the show, they're thinking <laughs> about the craziest shit possible of... In their minds of like, well, how can I just really relate to Peter and do something special? So I don't think it's that crazy that she was like, oh, of course, the champagne I've been saving for a year. I'll I'll bring that and I'll consummate our love. Uh, so I I don't think it's that crazy that she did that. Yeah, I, I guess. I just I, don't get what was so special about it. The logistics of it are challenging. So yeah. she had put a lot of work into she it. She did. And so then she starts to talk to him first. McKenna steals him. And she's like, McKenna, you're so disrespectful. Kelsey's just like on one this night. She's fighting with everyone. I loved when I believe DeAndre was, she started crying. She was like, don't, don't make, don't mess up your makeup. Like that's like sort of what should hold you together. <laughs> and then she's, you know, already freaking out. She's sitting on the couch with a couple of gal pals. I believe it's Alea and Tammy and DeAndra. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe McKenna's still there. I can't remember. Alea is like her confidant. And uh, she hears the champagne pop. And so good. I was wondering, a lot of production, small things we don't need to get into, but like they, they really had to like do good sound design on that because you wouldn't just be able to hear it, I don't think, from their own That's, mics. Uh, what do you mean their own? They wouldn't, like from the women. Like they, they, they didn't hear it on their mics at all. They're not like, they don't have anything in their ear. No, but I'm just saying us, the viewer. I'm just saying, interesting sound design there, but it worked out well. So they, they hear, they hear the champagne pop. You don't think the mics would have picked up a champagne pop? That far away? No, I don't. It's right. It's the mics. Those, those oh, the, Peter's mic. Peter's mic, right. Gotcha. You know? Nailed it. Yeah. Um, and then she starts freaking out and she storms over. But the, the women certainly would have heard it. it they're yes. around the corner. Right. Right. I, I believe it's, they heard it, but I just. 10 feet. I just thought it was good production. I thought that they did a good job. Yeah, sure. They're very good at what they do. Yes, they are. Do we. Wait, I, here's what I was confused. And maybe you can offer some clarity. The champagne that she brought, they, they, she ended up, that wasn't the wine that they opened. Oh, yes, champagne. it was. It was. Yes, it was. They opened her champagne. There was a second setup that like allegedly for was for Hannah I, and I thought Peter. the producers just like switched the bottle. No, okay. they used, the one that she brought, the Dom Perignon that she brought. It was Dom Perignon. Yes, they popped. Okay. And that's an expensive bottle of champagne? Yeah. I don't love champagne personally, but yeah, it's, yes, it is. What are you talking here? How much? I don't know. It just depends. Like, it's probably like a minimum of 50, but probably more than that. Oh. It's got to be more, right? But I don't, I don't know. I don't really know either. I'm not really like, a, I'm a vodka soda splash of pineapple kind of girl or a wine spritzer. So I, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like as low end as it gets. Give mm-hmm. me your, give me your well vodka. I'm fine. Um, just tons of limes and, and a little bit of pineapple juice and you're good to go. Uh, come on, Kelsey, get with it. But so anyway, then she storms over to Hannah Ann. And Peter, and she's so mad. And I just love so mad. I love what she says to Hannah Ann and how Hannah Ann responded. I she says that they fight a lot. Peter tries to console her. She sends him away. She, at one point, she says, "I'm real. You're calculated." And she curses a lot. And she's just like really pissed. She loses her mind. Yeah, I also take offense to the, uh, especially in Bachelor world, like being calculated is somehow a bad thing. It's not. 
I Anyways. think being deliberate and a planner is a good thing. Calculated is is bad. Well, people, sure, but people take the planning as, like, how yes. does she know? She, like, because you put a thought into something? Yeah, it's Anyways. like, well, Kelsey, you're, pl- you've got, you're a calculator, too. She literally you, calculated, you planned this. Cl- calculated that. I yeah. love how, like, she doesn't know Peter at all, but she's fighting with him as if they've been in a relationship for six years. She knocks on the bathroom door. He's like, hey, you want to talk? No. <laughs> and, like, she wants nothing to do with him. And then storms out and just, like, has no problem yelling at Peter and Hannah Ann, which is, like, that takes some balls. She was really on one. And I and I, I don't know what was going on. But then Hannah Ann's response was amazing. She said multiple times, I've acknowledged your feelings and I've apologized. We're moving forward. And like Great. she does like a little smile, like I a love really the, bitchy smile. I love and like it. moves forward. I love it. Hannah Ann is huge fan. She's got sharp elbows. I'm afraid of Hannah Ann. Yeah. I mean, like she she definitely has again, you don't know. Like they're really good at capturing looks, right? Sure. So but Hannah Ann certainly has. She's very capable. She she's no dummy. You know she is she calculated. Sure. Does she play in the game? Great. Sure. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm 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 glad she's there. Was it mean of production to allow this to happen? Obviously, they could have intervened. It's mean to production? No. It just happened, right? I mean, the production could have been like, "Hey, use this different one." To- Here's my guess. Total guess. Yeah. Again, they're not assholes. They're great people. The producers. They're also good at their job. Uh, that's why I was really curious about what was the significance of this bottle of right. champagne other than maybe it was a slightly more expensive bottle. And well, she said she got it for her it. birthday. It's all we know. Okay. So I'm sure she'll go on Bachelor Happy Hour and explain. <laughs> Probably. Uh, my guess is it, it didn't have that much significance to it. Let's say, for example, it was a gift from her dying grandfather or something. Sure. There's no way they probably would have let that happen. But my guess is she she shows up with the champagne. She tells the producers her grand idea and they're all kind of like, neat, we've heard this a million times. You know what I'm saying? It probably wasn't as significant as she thinks it is. Clearly, she's good at making everything about her a really big deal. Right. Um, And so they, you know, she put a bottle of champagne and left it for God knows how long. That's like, what is that? What's the equivalent there? What's the metaphor for like just leaving something? It's like doing work at a cafe and then like getting a phone call and like going outside to take your call and then being shocked when your laptop is stolen. It's like, yeah, stay by your stuff. Not even that. I mean, there's, there's some sort of courtesy at a cafe, but like go to, I don't know, go to a, go to a preschool and put out a bucket of candy (laughs) and leave for an hour and expect it to still be there. I like my explanation, my metaphor better. Um, I think also, I can't believe Kelsey got to stay, but that's just whatever. I was just like, I was having this girl home. You can't believe. He kept her that night. She didn't leave. (sighs) You can't, you don't send her home that early. Yeah, I guess not. You don't. I don't know. She's she looks like Allie Larder to me. I can't see past Allie it. Allie Larder. She was on Heroes and she's a whipped cream bikini woman in Varsity Blues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Knew you'd remember that one. <laughs> also, then they go over to the other champagne setup. She accidentally knocks it over and she's like, I don't care. That yeah. one didn't break somehow. That's and, so great. And then they open it and she literally gets champagne over her all over her entire head. Like absolutely entire head. <laughs> so funny. This is melting down. <laughs> and yet her makeup didn't didn't mess it up in any way. She was totally fine. Was she though? She, I mean, she's a. She doesn't handle stress for it very well. Um, no, at all. She doesn't. I like Kelsey though. I'm, I'm kind of into her. Like I, I like her as like a character, but I would have sent oh, her home. Fire Peter. I love them all. They're great. There's no one I like. I don't dislike anyone. 
Yeah, so far everyone's I appreciate, fine. Like, uh, you I, can't have enough of villains. I will say, like, I don't. I'm not like rooting for anyone right now. Do you, who do you root for? Who have you rooted for in the past? Um, and what? 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 How does? Yeah, I'm curious. Like, how does? Um, I really liked Rachel on your season. Okay. On Ari's season, I liked Becca. She was very sweet. I don't know. I I I tend to like someone. They tend to seem authentic and normal. And I like oh or like so crazy. Like even Baby Becca, I enjoyed her. She knew she wasn't going to win, but I was like, oh, let's get the most out of Baby Becca. Yeah, I mean, can. listen, I would agree. It's just uh, it's hard. Yeah, I, everyone's just kind of full of yet. shit now. Yeah, and it's not really their fault. It's, different. it's just it just all comes across as you know the right reasons line of years ago seems like. So silly compared to you know. I rewatched uh, Alex Michelle and Trista seasons, and in those seasons, people were talking about the right reasons. It has been with us since day one. No, I know that, but like, it seems silly to criticize those people. Oh yeah, I know. Because like, yeah, sure they came on TV, but they didn't really know. Now they now that's why now the revolves showing up. That's why the fashion show was really smart, though. It's just sort of like owning it and being like, yeah, this is what you guys all do. So fine, let's just lean into it and like. Yeah have the show have some ownership over it. It was it was really smart. So we'll talk about the whole Revolve fashion show. We'll get more into Madison and Victoria on your pod. Yeah. And this has been a delightfully fun time. I've really enjoyed it. So, you know, I'm glad we chose this episode to to uh, do a home and home because there's a lot to there's cover. A, there really is there's a lot, lot to cover. To cover. Um, I feel like I could go on, but we'll save it for Vile Files. Yeah, definitely. So click on, on this one and hop on hop over. Hop on over. And if you tune into Vile Files first, go back. Why? No, I guess we're doing this. We there's really no order to it, I suppose. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, thank you to like Hallmark a, like and to Crate and Barrel, and I'll be back on Wednesday. We'll talk a little bit more batch. Anything we don't get to on Nick's show, we will cover here, and of course Jacoby to talk about Vanderpump Rules and the Circle. Thanks so much for listening.